Welcome to the Eagle and Wolf Podcast, a fan podcast dedicated to casual, in-depth discussions about Resident Evil and other survival horror classics. Now, I'm feeling fantastic, but I'm more wondering about uh, the eagle over here. So I'm great, but me, what about you? I I know that's a line from this game, but I don't remember who says it. <laughs> And I was wondering if that was because I'm like, how the fuck do I start the show on this line? But it is one of my favorite lines in all of Resident Evil 7. It's it's the part of the game. And by the way, spoilers for Resident Evil 7 just here on out for this episode, just so you know. Um, it's a part of the game where you kind of get to the garage of the Baker's house and you meet the uh, the police officer in the garage. And he's kind of like right there in the open garage. And he turns around, he sees you, and he's all like, hey, it's you. And then your main character is like, okay, we need to get the hell out of here. And then the main, the cop is like, uh, well, you know what? How about you, though? I'm more worried about what's going on with you or something like that. And then Ethan goes, me? Me? What about you? <laughs> and, and then immediately a shovel right between exactly. the Exactly. And like then Jack Baker comes behind him and kills him. But it's just so funny that they could have left at any point where it's just like the guy's like, we're not going to leave until you tell me what's going on around here. And then the main character, instead of being like, I'll tell you what you need to know as soon as we get out of here. He goes, me? No, tell me about you. And then he gets the guy killed. <laughs> what's your story? What's your deal? Where have you been? I'm not suspicious. <laughs> You're suspicious. I, I just... I don't know. It's just such a funny line to me. So I don't know. It was a little bit of a gamble to start the episode on. But you know what? This show is nothing but gambles. And uh, tell me, tell me about the gamble we're going to endeavor today. Thank you so much. You know what? The gamble that we will be gambling upon today with our little coin birdcage coins, I guess, is a uh, gun calibers Resident Evil 7. That's right. We're going to be talking about all the guns and weapons included in Resident Evil 7, which surprisingly is really creative in this game. I think this game does it in a very interesting way. This is also uh, the first of the bolt cutter <laughs> saga because it's more than three now because you have seven, remake two, remake three, and then eight. I mean, could I was going to say and, bolt cutter arc, but I don't know. Is that <laughs> is that two anime? I don't know. I mean, no, no. I, I think that's fine. Um, do you mind if I just mention this really quick? Yeah. I had quit on Resident Evil after five. Mm. I was disappointed with what six was coming out with, I saw gameplay of six and I just said, uh, this isn't for me anymore. It's not, it's not my favorite franchise anymore. And I had not picked up seven. And I think the only time I picked up seven was cause you recommended it <laughs> to me and you told me it's really good. And I said, I don't, I don't uh, believe no. him. He lies constantly. <laughs> it's a, it's a first-person shooter. How could that? And you were like, no, just you know, give it a try or whatever. And I found it, I think, uh, for Black Friday for like 20 bucks, the the gold edition, whatever the fuck, the one with all the DLC. Uh -huh. Loved it. Platinum the fucking game. And, of course, play it on Madhouse. For those out there that have never played 7, first off, what are you doing listening to this podcast? Second off, play it in Madhouse mode. It's it's the definitive okay, way to so play. So someone game. came at me. All right. So all of a sudden this is this, this episode is really compounded into something a lot more than just the guns <laughs> because like someone told me 
that Madhouse is not the ultimate, like, ultimate way to play. Like, you know what? That's not the de facto definitive way to play. After doing our uh, Is Easy Mode Valid episode on Fan Freaks, be sure to check us out on Spotify, uh, Apple, and Podbean. Um, but uh, we did that episode, and I was just thinking, like, you know what? difficulties really depend on the user. So there's really no like definitive best way to play the game. However, I would agree with you. Madhouse is a shit ton of fun and my preferred way to play a hundred percent because um, you mentioned like you got into it a little bit later. Like you, you had to wait until oh, super yeah, until I gave you the, the, <laughs> the okay for you to try it. And I, I, I was day one for Resident Evil six as well. So like I've been day one with every fucking game in this franchise for better or for worse. And Resident Evil 7, I thought was going to be no different. In fact, when I went to go pick it up on the midnight release, I took a picture of the line behind me. And that being that there was no line. It was just pure and empty GameStop. And I was the only person who picked it up on fucking the midnight release. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess no one really is expecting much. Let's see what this, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre ripoff has for me. Because that's what I thought it was going to be from all the advertisements. And when you actually play it, it becomes something a lot more. It really brings back the entire game series back to the roots, you know? Like, they always used to say, like, whenever Konami was coming out with a new game or whenever even Capcom did it, coming back to the roots. And I think Resident Evil 7 actually did that. So I, I really do appreciate 7. It is a, a monumentous return to form. And it couldn't have done that without some interesting weapons. Uh, unlike the... Way to bring yeah, it back. Man. Way to bring uh, it back. Unlike the action trilogy where the weapons really like, I don't want to say they didn't have as much weight because Resident Evil 4 really had a lot of weight behind them in terms of just, you know, what do you upgrade? Which, what aspects of the gun do you like? And that did persist for Resident Evil 5 and 6. But as it kept on going, the guns got a little bit uh, homogenized. Where they all started being very similar. Yeah, they they were very they were very yes, samey. Exactly. I I I I don't want to do. I know we have to eventually. We it's eventually going to happen, but Resident Evil Six calibers is going to be a daunting task for mm -hmm. me to differentiate all the guns. Yeah. Even though they're they're structurally all different guns and based on real guns. But what effects do they have? The handgun does the handgun type of damage. Well, the shotgun does shotgun. You're talking about Resident Evil 6, right? Could, right. But this game. No, hold on. Wait, wait. Because in Resident sorry. Evil 6, they have a lot of made up guns, too. I, I don't know about some of these other ones, like the Bear Commander or the fucking Ammo Box. or I don't. Some of them might even be real. Again, I don't know a lot, as you'll know moving forward in this episode. But yes, Resident Evil 7 handles it in a very different way. Would you like to inform the audience on how they do that? Well, they bring it to they the bring roots. Bring it back to the roots, uh, y'all. This is like uh, a a gritty, like bear down focused, and you can you can tell George really likes his bear. Yeah. Um, but but it's 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 almost simplistic, where you don't have a lot of variety in the types of guns. Really, the the only variety, honestly, are the handguns and two shotguns. Other than that, it's it's very much a Resident Evil game. You get a grenade launcher. You get a magnum. You know what right, I'm saying? But in the way that it handles it in this game, it's very uh, Resident Evil Fallout, where you're, you're making pipe contraptions. And I, I don't know if... It's really interesting, because it seems as though, like, someone made these, right? 
presumably Lucas. And well, you know what? We'll get more into it as we actually get to the the DIY weapons. But uh, let's go ahead and start easy. Um, let's go ahead and start with the knife. Now there are two different knives in the this knif. game. <laughs> there are two knifs, but one is uh, only for Mia, though. Right, because there is going to be a, a segment in this game where a lot of the weapons are just for Mia. I don't think this knife is just for Mia. The first one, no. The first one's just Ethan, which is a folding knife, and it's really only used one time for cutting the tape that is sealing the garage shutter, and that's it. Um, you could use it as a defense weapon. You could do it for knife-only runs, but why would you? That that I. That's so bad for you. And then we have Mia's survival knife, which is actually uh, like a big fucking knife. Yeah, and I'm just like looking at it now. I don't think I used her knife very often. Well, no, why would you? You got a fucking machine gun and a and a pretty decent pistol. And you run away from everything. I feel anyway. like it's we're jumping really far ahead into Mia's part only because like <laughs> this knife is, is specific. She has the better she knife. She have a better knife. She has but but at by that point, again, you have so so many other weapons that will show up later on this list that kind of make that knife uh upgrade kind of useless. So I don't know. It's definitely there. I mean we're but we're talking about both knives, I guess, at the same time. Um I love how the switch knife or whatever, the one that Ethan gets, like, the because the, I love the the knife, not because of the, oh, we, I can't actually talk about the damage, too, but I love how you get it. Do you remember how you get it? Um, I don't remember. So, oh, no, the, the cop, cop gives, gives it, to, it you. to you. You know, my favorite guy, me, what about you? Um, him, he, he like gives you the knife because Ethan is, is gotta be the ballsiest motherfucker alive. Where he's all like, I'm in here with a bunch of freaking psychopaths. You need to freaking save me. And the guy's like, I, I don't know if you're okay. So we'll, we'll meet around at the garage. And then Ethan's like, you got to give me your gun. And I think it's so funny because every single person I watch play Resident Evil 7, every Let's Play, every Twitch stream, every person I've just physically seen play it, they all do the same thing. They all go, okay, Ethan. Because, like, even if in a situation where his life is threatened, everyone doubts that the cop would give him his gun. Because, I mean, yeah, why would, like, really? You're going to ask for his gun? That might be a bit of a tall order, Ethan, you know, right? Yeah, it's just, it's such a, it's such a first world idea. Like, oh, the cop's just going to give me his gun. And to be fair, that the uh, cop is smart because he doesn't know who Ethan is. Like, you know, fine. I just think it's funny how forward Ethan is. Like, just give me your gun. Give me the keys to your vehicle. Come on. I need them right now. <laughs> you don't need it. You're going to die in five minutes. <laughs> what? Um. But you don't need that stuff, me. What about you? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> you're just, you're going to ride that shit to the ground. It's my favorite line and no one talks about it. So uh, the knife is really um, good. Um, do you have anything you want to say about the knife before I start talking about combat usage? I re I really want to talk about the aesthetics because I feel that's something we also talk about on Gun sure. Calibers. Of course, this is a very aesthetic focused show because we talk about fashion stars and uh -huh. such. But the knife that that Ethan gets, it's very realistic. Like you could find this fucking anywhere. But Mia's knife, this shit's a goddamn Rambo knife. This is a fucking Bowie Whoa. knife. Look at the Mia's handle. Mia's knife's like a classic the Resident Evil knife. Yeah, but that's 
That's really rare to find that type of knife. Trust me. I've well, looked. that's probably why it's but, a uh, Mia only. I don't know. Maybe it's a reference to, to the OG knives in a way. I have zero idea if it really is or not. Have you done a knife only run? Of seven? No. No, I have not. Oh, because because you're you're gonna talk about the damage. Talk about the yes. damage. Yes. So, um, I didn't mention it before, but when I first played Resident Evil Seven, uh, I I had pre-ordered it so that I could make sure that I got the Madhouse difficulty that we mentioned earlier. First off, pretty bullshit that that shit had to be locked off with a pre-order bonus. But whatever, that's fine. I guess you could beat the game and unlock it that way, but that defeats the whole purpose of having it for my first playthrough. Whatever, I ended up beating the game first time through with Madhouse, and let me tell you, um, the knife was a very good addition. Uh, I found that if you kind of, like, crouch with the knife and kind of swing at their ankles and then guard every now and then at a certain kind of pace, I think it's like one, two, three, guard, one, two, three, guard, um, you can actually knock most of them molded to the ground. And by then, they become kind of useless and just finish them off with a knife then. Like, it's really cool. Like, knife gameplay in Resident Evil 7 Do you mean to tell me that you code Veronica this game? I did only for the beginning segment and that that, uh, survival um, uh, DLC. It's called Nightmare, I believe. Where it's like it's a horde mode where you fight a whole bunch of waves of them. Mm. The knife is insanely useful in that one. Yes. So, yes, I code Veronica the shit. Out of Resident Evil 7's uh, raid mode. So it's very useful at swiping at some kneecaps. Well, there there you go. You learn I learned something new today. I gotta I guess replay this and try code Veronica. Oh, also dual wielding it, like as you can dual hand the knife and stab, it does a little bit more damage, but it's usually not worth it, so just keep swinging. <laughs> Slash, no piercing. Yeah, hand. yeah. Well it. it has it, so it's not the best. But I think we're good on uh, the two knives, unless there was anything else you wanted to bring up. No, not really. Um, should we move on to, I guess, one-use weapons? Uh, I mean, one-use weapons. I, okay, because we're looking at the same list here. You're looking at the axe, aren't you? Yeah, I'm looking at the axe. Yeah. <laughs> which you only get during your fight with Mia. I was, really. I was looking forever. Like, when we were looking at this list, I was like, where the fuck do you get... I don't remember using an axe in the main game all that much. And yeah, it's specific to the prologue or whatever opening chapter or whatever. So, uh, I like the axe. I wish it was in the game as its own thing, because it seems really fucking powerful. It does. But, I mean, there's not really much to say about it. It's... Pretty generic looking, and unfortunately, we only have it to use against Mia, so how will we know, mm-hmm. you know, how it works against the molded and stuff right. like that? Like, it's damage output. We have no idea. But I can say that it seems hefty. We can with mods. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> you know what? I wonder why no one's done that. Somehow modded in the axe from the intro into Resident Evil 7. I'm sure it has great weight and could really do a, a lot of a lot of damage on uh, some of the freaking molded. I don't know. <laughs> um, now, this one coming up, you and I, uh, we have some love for chainsaws and games. Oh, right? yes. Uh, I, I happen to... Th- you have, obviously... James Sunderland. Of course. Oh! That's a, that's a deep And I, ha- I have, obviously, every time Ash or even fucking uh, Doomslayer gets a chainsaw. 
But here we only get it for a fucking boss battle. That's right. And as uh, Ethan says himself, that's not groovy. He does say yeah, that. Yeah, because the whole thing. Because fucking Jack says groovy. It's a fucking, yeah, it's Evil Dead. This game takes so much inspiration from Evil Dead. Come on, dude. Evil Dead, Texas Chainsaw. The, a lot of. Uh, I think well, yeah, I mean, namely, no, Fear. <laughs> fear. The game? Yeah. Fear? Are you kidding? I never played Fear. So. Oh, well, the little girl. <laughs> it's just straight up from oh, Fear. Oh, yeah. And, and, that and is this true. makes sense because the writer of Resident Evil 7 is the writer of Fear. So, like. There you go. There's your connection. He he likes writing it. That dude better not have kids. He's just terrified of little girls. I don't know. Like he is scared of little <laughs> girls. But uh to bring it back to the chainsaw, yes. My uh the Evil Dead reference is quite fun to use. Again, I would love to use it in other areas, but it is specific to the Jack Baker boss fight part 2. Um which again, I don't know if we can classify the car as, as a weapon. Can we do that? <laughs> Sure, it is used as a weapon. In the first boss fight. Uh, it's fun as yeah. well. It's so weird. That that escalation for the Resident Evil, 1, uh, Resident Evil 7 first boss fight with Jack is just so crazy. You're like, the game is possible? This is possible? Like, this can happen? Oh my gosh. And it's just so much fun. So yes, the car, I do love that. A-rank weapon right there. Ironically, not the first time you operate a vehicle in Resident Evil. Uh, no. Resident Evil 6 you drive, and it's really annoying and stupid. Right, but... I, I just laugh at that. And the vehicle controls are actually way better in 7. Than yeah, in this in tight six. little garage, it's a lot better than this weird track that they did for 6. Anyway, moving on from that, um, it breaks as soon as you leave the boss room with it. So that's that's great. Not groovy. Moving on, Crowbar. So this is a Mia exclusive weapon. I do not recall using this very often myself. But with Mia, there's another weapon I used very often. And when we get to it, we'll get to it. But uh, what about you? Did you use the Gordon Freeman's favorite or no? No. No. And uh, more often than not, usually uh, the only real way to get it, by the way, you have to choose Zoe instead of Mia with the serum. That's why I don't remember it. Yeah, we nobody nobody fucking cares for Zoe. Well, because it just didn't make sense. I came here to get my wife, and you're asking me to make a decision between my wife and literally someone I've never met. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's not like that someone you've never met has like is oozing with charisma and, and like oh I'm sorry charisma. I, I'm sure that that's an and, opinion though. Like that's that's subjective. Some people really like Zoe, but I, I couldn't tell you why. She's just cool, I guess. <laughs> like, how is she cool? She sounds sultry over the phone. That's really all I can think of, besides her very vague directions on where to go. I, I don't know. Bro, for a second, I legit thought it's the same character model, just with head swap. When I saw them together on the oh, on that the they were taking, they were they did like a Maria Mary situation where they just copied the model. Yeah, they over. look. They look exactly the same. So, yeah, I don't give a shit about the Freeman. Freeman. Uh, and crowbar. that's the crowbar. But I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, crowbars usually don't look like that, but all I right. mean, some do have that weird uh, dipped in paint thing. It's uh, I think it's supposed to stop electrical uh, conduction. Oh, fun. Right. <laughs> well, now, now, 
Safety. That's safety what you first. Get Eagle and Wolf That's Bob. right. That's what we learn here. Uh, now we're moving on to the three sets of Correct. handguns. You're going to have to help me figure out which one is which because I do not remember. So the first handgun up on the list is the M19 handgun, which you only get during the boss fight with Mia. You get an axe and a That's handgun. Right. And unfortunately, it's my favorite handgun, and we only get very little time with it. But of course, mods. <laughs> anyway, uh, the M19 handgun is based on my favorite handgun of all time, the M1911A1. Holds seven rounds, does the job. Um, then we got the, the Glock 17 handgun, which is the cop's handgun. It's basically the only handgun that Ethan gets throughout the game. Uh, but here they call it just a G17, which... Ironically enough, I don't know if it's the same model, but Jill has a very similar handgun in Resident Evil 3 Remake. And then we have the MPM handgun, which is basically looking like a Walter PPK, um, which is everyone notices it's a James Bond gun. It's a it's a British handgun, I believe it is, but you only get it during Mia's section. All right, so yeah, Mia gets uh, two guns to herself. And just to go back to, uh, well, to Mia segment-specific guns, not necessarily she gets to use the first one. I just mean to say, like, two of the handguns you find are because of Mia, which is very interesting. Um, the first one is very useful. Again, the M19, uh, you mentioned it earlier. I I really think that, like, it's it's so dire on Madhouse that you you make every shot of this fucking thing count. That it became one of my favorite things, although you could very well beat Mia without it. Um, it becomes very necessary, so I, I always like the M19 in the beginning. It's 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 like your lifeline. Um, the main handgun, the G17, I love the fact that it could switch between regular handgun ammo and enhanced handgun ammo. And you mentioned it earlier that um, you think this is the one Jill uses. And you said, like, because you say this is a Glock, right? Like, that's a Glock. It looks like a Glock. Yeah, it's a Glock. It- it looks like a Glock. Is that not the Blacktail? Sounds tail? like a Glock. Y- yeah. Because, like, w- when I see that, yeah. I think it's the Blacktail from RE4, which I'm told is a Glock. But I don't know if there was some confusion on the previous uh, gun caliber, so I wasn't sure. There was... Wait, people said it wasn't I a thought Glock? you said the Resident Evil 4 uh, Blacktail wasn't oh, a Glock. Oh, by the way, it looks... Uh-huh. Okay, now I'm confused. Uh, I have to double check. By the way, the Glock that Jill has in 3 Make is a Glock 19. Oh, hey. Okay. So, yeah, she has this in the remake. Oh, that makes sense then. Yeah. Because I was thinking okay, the... Hold on. Now, now I got to look at 4. Now Because, I, I mean, I'm trying fucking... to think what the... She had a different handgun in Resident Evil 3, and I'm totally for- forgetting the name of it, but it had a purple handle, and it was really fucking good. I mean, at first glance, it isn't, but you you can make an argument that it's got the the slide of a Glock, the black tail and Resi. Oh, 4. by the way, that gun I was talking you about could. with Resident Evil Three is the STI, the Sexually Transmitted Infection Eagle. <laughs> oh, Eagle Six the STI Eagle, the Sexually Transmitted Infection Eagle. That's right. Shut the fuck up. That's a it great really, handgun. It really, really is. And I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> Do you know that one out of ten, ra- one out of ten shots, it's yeah, a magnum? It's, it's a free crit. It's great. Um, but yeah, no, but this isn't Resident Evil 3. We're going to move on to the next things. Um, and yeah, the last handgun is just for Mia. I use this one way more than I did the fucking, like, uh the knife i'll tell you what and i didn't get the crowbar because i didn't i didn't pick zoe so 
The, yeah, this gun's pretty useful. All right, moving on to the next one. Which are the shotguns, right? That's right! <laughs> the shotgun. Sorry, you gotta say it from far away because of the That's spread. That's right. You, you do more damage up close, though. So, you know. Uh, anyway. Yeah, but the spread. M2, which one's um, the first one? Because it just says M21 and M37, and I'm trying to remember which one is the one you get first. Uh, I believe the one you get first is the M21. It's a double barrel shotgun. Mm. I'm trying to remember where you find it or if it's just given to you. Uh, the M37, though, you have to replace it. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The M21 is a is a broken shotgun. Remember Resident Evil yes. 1 with the broken shotgun puzzle? You get it here in 7. So in 7, you see a statue holding the pump action. You put the pump action well, where the M21 is. It's kind is, of weird because it's not exactly the same as Resident Evil 1. You, you can actually repair the broken shotgun as opposed to just using it for the, the hand trap thing. Um, so it's it's really weird. So like I'm I believe you get the first shotgun by just going at that statue. You get the shotgun and then put down the model shotgun or if you have the broken shotgun at that time you use that and both work so that you can get the reg the, the M37. But then later on you find like an ammo uh, a gun repair kit and you can go back and grab that yeah. broken shotgun that you used or if you use the model shotgun then forget it just leave that there. <laughs> By the way, the M21 does so much more damage mm. than the pump action. Well, see, I think that's interesting, like, in terms of damage output, um, trading off for, like, ammo capacity. Because I like having four shells. I it, It's a very big failsafe. It's not as strong, sure, but it's four shells that I can, you know, divvy out before I have to reload. I get you, but... I, I always go with a double barrel. By the way, this is another Evil Dead reference. Boomstick. Oh, of course. There's this whole game, um, Mia, the fucking fight with... The, her name is Mia, <laughs> Adrian. <laughs> no, nobody in Evil Dead's name Mia. Uh, uh, really? Dude, Mia is the name of the fucking bad chick in the remake, in the 2013 remake. I never watched it. I'm Gigi sorry. Gigi ends up being the lady so, under the, the trap door who's like peeking her face through the chains and stuff. Oh, what was Henrietta in Evil right, Dead 2? Right, is, is okay, me so wait. So wait. Uh, when did that Evil Dead come out? The remake. The remake came out in 2013. And and uh, this game, Resident Evil 7, came out in what? 2017? Yeah, 2017. All right, so it fits. The The reference and fits. And if I showed you pictures of her, you would probably agree that she even kind of looks like Mia when she's transforming. Oh, <clears throat> Like, for great. example, sorry, folks, I'm sending a quick image. <laughs> yeah, this is... I sent it to you in, uh, in the main chat. Yeah, that, that, that looks like, yeah. So, like, they, they literally just... And when you see the full body, too, she's wearing the tank top and everything. It's like, it was pretty clear. Like, I thought it was an inspiration with Mia in general. But anyway, that has nothing to do with neither here nor there. It is... Uh, the shotgun is, yes, yet another Evil Dead reference in this Evil Dead cacophony. Uh, this isn't an Evil Dead reference. I don't know what reference this is, but the burner. The burner's just a flamethrower. It's a flamethrower. It's a homemade flamethrower. Yes, yeah. which begins our conversation that I was mentioning earlier on how Resident Evil 7's weapons are really interesting. 
Um, in Resident Evil's 1 and 2, you'll find a flamethrower, but it's like a legit military-grade flamethrower more often than not. And I think that this game goes a little step further and kind of makes the flamethrower be a little bit more uh, appropriate for the setting. So, I don't know if Lucas made this, or or maybe... Yeah, because Ethan definitely didn't make it. We find it like this, right? The burner, you actually have to combine it with the burner grip and the and the nozzle. Right, but I mean those parts, like the nozzle and all that, they already were made. So I guess, I guess, uh, what's his face was going to like start putting them together and then didn't. Um, not Ethan. Um, help me out here, Lucas. Lucas. Thank you. Like Lucas was going to put this together, but then I guess gave up literally halfway. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, we had to finish it or off. Or maybe, you know, Ethan puts some finishing touches. I mean, Ethan's not that stupid. No, stupid, after playing Village, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's hard <laughs> to think there's even a single thought that goes on in there. Well, I that I, what I was about to say was a spoiler for eight. So I'm just we can only spoil that. seven um, here. <laughs> uh, also, I'd like to point out with the burner, it's really good for crowd control, but the crowds in seven are just like two or three at a time. I think. True, and uh, the thing is with this weapon is it's not even really supposed to be made for the regular molded. They introduce it in the uh, the guardhouse, and we'll say outhouse again. Um, the guest house or whatever, where all the bugs are, and that's really where they want you to use it yeah. the most, are the bug house, uh, the bugs and the nests themselves. But it is effective on other things. It takes a little while, but um, it is there. More often than not, I found the burner to be something that, like, oh, I have ammo for that, I might as well spend it. There, there's never an instance where I said, I'm going to open up with the burner. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, what type of Resident Evil game would we be without a grenade launcher? Yes, indeed. And just like the burner, this is another custom homemade grenade launcher, which, by the way, can we just talk about how this game introduces the grenade launcher? Uh, yeah, go ahead. I, I kind of forgot about it. So later on, you'll find like the actual fucking grenade launcher and whatnot, and that's a whole other surprise on its own. But the first like patterings of the foreshadowing of this fucking gun is like behind the kitchen there is like a um a freeze round uh no a neural round for the grenade launcher in, in behind the kitchen way before you get the fucking grenade launcher itself so that kind of spoils that you're going to get one way way earlier than I feel like I don't know maybe that was intended I have no idea but I know that like in one of the opening areas you can find a neuro round for the fucking grenade launcher and then it's like oh for the what for the for the what and then you know that there's going to be a grenade launcher at some point now really quick as I mentioned the grenade launcher has two different ammo types actually this time around um, before it was what flame acid and grenade. grenade. Thank you so much. I got confused because three introduced the, the ice ones or whatever, right? Yeah. The freeze rounds. And then later on in, uh, in fucking code Veronica, you only get three of them, but it's the anti. That's right. That was the other one. I was like, isn't there a fucking another one? that's like green. And that was it. Yeah. Um, in any case, so this one fires two different rounds. We got the neural rounds and we got the flame rounds. So the flame rounds are pretty self-explanatory. They explode into fire. Bam. Fire. Um, then next up, we've got the neural rounds. So um, 
this is really weird. I didn't use them very much because I, I felt like it really wasn't clear what was going on. But apparently what they were doing is that they were it was doing damage and stunning them, which slows down their animations. Which should be great for speedruns, right? Right. I think so, in terms of just getting around and whatnot. I don't know if these things do um, splash damage, and if it does, it's very menial. But I, I honestly didn't find myself using the neuro rounds that much. I I used the flame rounds mainly, because I felt like the neuro rounds were like regular explosive rounds. But they were doing something, I guess. I just didn't really pay much attention to them. Yeah, I mean, neither did I. From my memory, I was just using the flame rounds. Everything. Burns. Oh, and there's also only like four in the whole game, so never mind. Like the, they're very rare too to find the fucking neuro rounds in the first place. Well, that's what trainers are for. Well, trainers are for having a pistol that fires fucking rocket launcher rounds, but that's a whole other business. <laughs> um, any case, that's the grenade launcher. Was there anything else we should mention with that? No, not really. I, I do want to mention with the burner and the grenade launcher, they both look very homemade. Mm-hmm. Like, they look like they shouldn't function. Well, it's it seems like, like something's lo- in the backwoods of the, uh, where was this? Um, Dolby. The bayou. Yeah, the Dolby, Lu- Louisiana bayou would find. You'd find this created somewhere. Is it Could this be a creation of Jack's brother? What Whatever his fucking name was, John Baker? Joe Baker, that was his name. Mr. Punch-a-Lot. Oh, fuck. Do we have to talk about that? That's a weapon in this game. <laughs> ah, that's in the extra modes. Tune in for the extra oh, modes boy. episode. That'll be fun. Oh, boy. Um, But yeah, no, so the grenade launcher, it seems very of the location. I agree. <sighs> now moving on, we get probably the most modern firearm in the game. Ah. Uh- which is the P-19. I mean, when we start talking about the fictional uh, B.O.W. Uh, repellent magnum, we can get to that another time. But yes, this this is the most uh, one of the more futuristic ones. I agree. The P-19. Um, this is a Mia. No, it's it's modern. This is actually an actual gun. No, I know. I I'm just saying uh... in terms of modernity, uh, there's going to be a futuristic oh. magnum later on that we're going to talk about. All right. Uh, but this one is a Mia exclusive. You really only get it during Mia, and fucker goes like shreds the molded. Right. This is Mia's bread um, and butter. Yeah. Well, and I have to say, aesthetically, it's very pleasing. It's definitely her bread. She needs one more thing, one more thing to complete her combo for me, because the Mia segment sucks ass. That fucking ship, in fact, I would say the third act of the game really declines, but the ship segment is just brutal with some of the fucking quick ones, especially if you're on Madhouse. So the machine gun is definitely for that, and it helps that if you get headshots with this thing, more often than not, it will cause a crit. That's pretty useful. Um, and I, I yeah. You also like hemorrhage ammo, though. Yeah, that's the other thing. So she needs one more thing to really complete her set. And if you don't mind, I'm just going to jump to it now because it's going to be the only time I talk about it. Um, the remote bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to me about the remote bomb, which, by the way, actually looks like a bomb. Yeah, it's it's literally it's much in the spirit of the burner and the grenade launcher. This is a homemade remote explosive. Uh, it's great. Honestly, like you find so many of these fucking things. 
uh, especially in the Mia segment. They're just fucking everywhere. And um, usually, like, they come in twos, even. You'll find two at a time. And what you'll do is you'll basically run away from the majority of enemies until you reach one of those Mia standoff uh, sections, which is, I guess, what I'd call them, right? I mean, like, you have to wait for the elevator, so you have to wait for that to happen while the fucking molded start piling up. And these things hurt really bad, and the machine gun's not going to hold them off at bay. So what you need is some remote bombs. You just start chucking those bastards, like, over and over again into, like, around corners. So that way you really slow down when they show up. Don't, like throw them in front of you, which you'd totally be allowed to do, because if I recall, there's no splash damage with these things. So, I'm pretty sure, like, you can get... It's it's safe, though. Hold on, because... From my count, it's about at least 25 of these bombs. It's a lot of bombs, and you get most of them, if not all of them, if I'm not mistaken, all in the Mia segment. They're all in the ship. Um, yeah. Unless... Okay, I'm seeing down here you get some in the salt mine. Maybe that's a whole other segment with Chris or something. I don't know. What I do know is that the majority of them are just in that small segment. So you get, like, fucking something like 20 of these fucking bombs for the one Mia segment. So, of course, I fucking spam those things. So I just wanted to go ahead and bring that up if we were going to talk about the machine gun because they I use them in tandem 100%. Yeah, I mean, it's a good one-two combo. You probably forgot all about the pistol. Oh, yeah, and that's why when you brought up the her knife, I was like, oh, she gets a knife too? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... Speaking of, we got to talk about the last gun in the game, the one that is locked up in that birdcage, the 44 Magnum, which is in the style of a Luger, actually. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, aesthetically, very pleasing. I really love the the dot sight slide over here on the top right, on top of the barrel. I love. Do we that. call that like vents? Um, what like? Because not every Magnum. Has no, that. it's not a vent that? because, well. It's not a vent in the traditional sense because the vent would be part of the barrel. That is part of the iron sights. That why are, I always wondered why that little top part where the the line of sight thing is like hollowed out in three segments. There, I have no idea what that does for the gun. It's actually very similar to. Let me show you. Oh my! I, you because know, I see it a lot. It it, it is some sort of. Oh God! I, a friend of mine who's really into guns is probably. <laughs> hating me right now it's um it's a slide is it called the top part a slide yes the top part on a semi-automatic is a okay. slide so somehow i found these slides that have these little rivets in them and i never really knew what that did but i'm assuming it always adds more power somehow maybe it stops recoil in some way i don't know because that always ends up being on a lot of the stronger uh guns yeah. Y- yes. Are you? You don't yes, need to find be- the perfect picture for me. Like, there's no way I'm. I'm gonna go. Yes, that is a gun. Mm, good picture. <laughs> no, but look here in this Magnum. Oh, that's a revolver. Sorry, this is. Yeah, but it's a three fifty seven right. Magnum. You could see right there. Yeah, the three- it's there. I don't know the purpose for that but it's not i know for a fact it's not part of the slide because magnums uh revolvers oh, they don't things use of that slide. nature ah. well mag semi-autos do but not a not a revolver so it's a barrel thing but yeah, it's specifically a barrel thing then 
Specifically for the barrel, yeah. Mm. Um, This also looks a lot like Barry Burton's revolver. I I actually think, no, it's way too short to be Barry's. (laughs) I actually think this looks more like Jill's in Resident Evil 3, the you want stars, I'll give you stars, Magnum. Yeah, you know, maybe. Anyway. That is again. Uh, again, this is not the Resident Evil Three. <laughs> Fucking every episode with me is going to be a reference bitch. to Resident Evil Three's guns. To be fair, Resident Evil Three probably has some of the best guns in the entire franchise, so I can't even talk. I don't know which has the best guns because it's Code Veronica. It's three. Okay, no, we can't do this now. We're, we'll have an episode. Five. We'll two, have an episode five, where five we're talking tears of the guns. But for now, the forty-four Magnum from Resident Evil Seven is a fantastic gun. How the fuck ever? I have one kind of bone butt about this gun. What's the bone butt? The gun itself is fine. the 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 handling is perfectly fine. I hate the no. ammo. I hate how you get this gun. Oh, with the coins? I think it is possibly the laziest way to introduce this gun into the game. And, and yeah, it's not that big of a deal breaker. Maybe you didn't even need the Magnum, but I mean, it was trying to become a return to form for Resident Evil, and they had a lot of other classic things, so I don't know. They had some other Resident Evil, uh, you know, one staples, like as you mentioned, the shotgun being part of that trap thing with the hands. And a lot of other things, like the different segments in Resident Evil 4 kind of alluding to RE1. But all that aside, I don't like the idea of using these coins to get the Magnum. It doesn't feel like pacing was considered. It feels more like, what do I do with these fucking coins? Oh, they give me little stat bonuses? Well, I don't really feel like I need those. Oh, then I'll get the Magnum. Because I have to save it. You have to notice that the Magnum is even in that cage. And fucking go, hey, I need to save nine coins for this. I, I don't know. It doesn't have the same feeling of, oh, I found an endgame weapon in the endgame area. That lets me know we're endgame. It, it comes off as a lot more last minute, in my opinion. The gun itself is fine, but the inclusion in 7 specifically feels very last minute, which is kind of funny considering how you get different two magnums, really, in, in Village. So it's like they doubled down <laughs> for the next game. Yeah, that's true. But tune in for that one, um, for that caliber's I, I, You tune in for the real episode where we go and fucking rank all the guns, and we go, which game had the best one? Every Not gun? Not like that. I'm saying, like, we talking tears Resident Evil games by guns only kind of thing. <laughs> uh, we, well, we've already done a tier list on keys. Well, I mean, that, that so gives... I, I wouldn't... <laughs> I wouldn't put it past. It gives so. Resident Evil 5 a chance to actually win something for once. So, like, <laughs> I said, just give it a chance. Uh, now, by the way, the 44 Magnum is not the strongest gun in oh, the game. Oh, it's not. And it's not the last one you get either. No. No. Right there at the end, right when Evelyn's fully transformed, you get a gun from a Redfield. It's not exactly well, when Chris. You, we don't know yeah, who Yeah, well, you don't know who it is, is when it. they first tell you, a la every Resident Evil game. Like, they had the classic, use this! When, but instead of a rocket launcher, it was this instead. But it's also got a great name. The Albert O1R. Yeah. Very weird that it's named after Albert Wesker. <laughs> And it is also only with three rounds in it and during the rest of the game because you get to unlock it. Once you beat the game, 
It's it's yours in your inventory in your item box if you Actually, want. Actually, I'm gonna have to correct it's, you here, and it's kind of stupid. Are you ready? Sure. So the Magnum you get at the end of the game fighting the boss is the Albert O One. The Albert O1R is the replica that you get in your game when you beat it. Oh. I don't know why they felt the need to have this distinction. Maybe to explain why it's, I don't know, not as destructive as the one at the end of the game, but it's functionally the same. Functionally, yes. Uh, This is probably the prettiest Samurai Edge I've seen in a long while. It's... I, I do miss the silver, um, the white slide that Albert has on his uh, on his Samurai Edge. This is very much a Chris yeah, Samurai Edge. Yeah, because this isn't a Magnum. No, this is a this is a straight this up is a handgun. handgun. This is a regular yeah. handgun. But it does so much damage. Well, because it's using sci-fi bullets. That's why. <laughs> No, but it could be used with regular handgun ammo. Right, but it of applies course, it. not a hero. It has the special ammo. But it thing. applies it. It applies whatever magical MacGuffin juice onto the bullet when you fire it, and that's why it's so fucking. Because this gun, I'm led to believe that in in light of all these fucking BOWs and shit, they gave up on using the BOW gas. It it, it fucked up people in Raccoon City, and I don't know, maybe. Uh, the gas rounds in, in Resident Evil 3, like, th- that was the spatterings of this before they just put it in bullets in gun form. Because that's what I'm getting here. And they're like, this gun fires special bullets that, like, have special properties against the fucking um, BOWs. And we'll name it after the guy who was obsessed with making BOWs just as a big fuck you. Right? Okay, let's be honest Not here. fuck you to me, by the way. Chris... Just- like no no chris would take a shit on albert yeah this is a giant fuck you to wesker because i'm gonna name the thing that kills the thing you're upset about after you (laughs) also i'd like to point out that it looks like a silencer but it is not a quiet no this shit i thought it was too it looks like a silencer but it's like a fucking i don't know some other barrel that i don't know what it does that somehow makes it stronger. Yeah, because that is huge. That that's like, if you want to compare that, that's at least a foot long barrel. Yeah. From from hammer to 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 the porthole, that's a fucking foot but long. But here's the thing, though. Now that we're talking about this gun, it's neat that it's named Albert. But me personally, I would have preferred a rocket launcher. I would have preferred it just be called the Samurai Edge. I would not have liked it to be called Albert. Well, I'm, but that's me as an Albert Stan. I fucking love Wesker. I'm talking so. about as like a final like use this weapon. Like every every one of the game no, has no. But I th- I think I think because it's filled with magic bullets, <laughs> I I it feels a little more. I don't want to use the term realistic. But it feels more down to earth to use a pistol that has these special properties or whatever than a fucking rocket launcher. Because remember, when Ethan gets the pistol, he's laying on the ground. Oh, what? And you can't you, you can't, can't fire a rocket launcher on the ground? Hell I, no! Look, in terms of believability with this game, my character's hand has been chopped off and reattached. Also, another Evil Dead reference. Just saying. Um, 
fucking yeah. like in terms of suspension of disbelief, we're pretty far out there. Angle on Rocket Launcher was not on my list here. Now, I get why they didn't go with Rocket Launcher because look, Resident Evil 1, Rocket Launcher, Resident Evil 2, Quad, or no, I think Resident Evil 1 had the Quad Barrel Launcher. I think four, 2 did as well, didn't it? Anyway, um, 3 has a Rocket Launcher, right? At the end, I believe. Uh, three. No, has, it has the fucking finger get, thing. It has the giant like laser that you. Right, but you can get a rocket launcher. Okay, yeah, you as can, an unlockable. But you don't. So need okay, it. three did the fucking giant railgun thing. That was cool. Resident Evil Four, rocket launcher. Resident Evil Five, rocket launcher. <laughs> Resident Evil Six, rocket launcher. Hold on, hold on. You gr- grossly forgot. It's rocket launchers fired at. Fucking lava in a volcano. Oh, my apologies. Two rocket launchers <laughs> and five. Although I thought you were going to correct me for not catching uh, Code Veronica, which used magic rocket launcher. <laughs> the linear, the linear launcher, launcher, which is the worst. I fucking hate that thing so much because bitch ass Alexia dodges every fucking it shot. It fires ice elemental rockets. What more do you need? I don't. Anyway, <laughs> so I get why they didn't use a rocket launcher again because they wanted to do something different because like almost every game uses the rocket launcher. But since this was supposed to be a return to form, I wouldn't have minded it. I wouldn't have minded if when Ethan is knocked down. Be honest, you wanted the four. The of four course, I want the barrel quad barrel fucking rocket launcher. launcher. Yes, of course, that's what I want every time, but I never do. Or I never get it because in Resident Evil Two Remake they give you the tube one, and I'm like, eh. But whatever, fine, I guess we could run with that. Anyway, I wouldn't have minded if Ethan just got up for a second, grabbed the rocket launcher, and you got to aim up and fire. But then again, you probably wouldn't have had that whole sequence where they're picking you up. But then again, she was going to drop you anyway, so... And then, then again, we didn't even talk about the mold. But... (laughs) You want to talk about suspension of disbelief? Wait until we start talking about village. Um... In any case, uh, what else are we missing in terms of weapons? The last weapon, which is the, I guess, the super unlockable weapon. In Resi, usually you get a special weapon when you speed run the mm-hmm. game. And for this game, you get a circular saw. Yes. And uh, I, I don't know if that's supposed to be the Texas Chainsaw reference, that you do get some sort of... Because you do get a chainsaw, but here's your portable chainsaw, the circular saw. I don't, I mean, I like it, but I don't necessarily, like, lose my mind over it. It's not as beautiful as the actual chainsaw in the game. No. Like, because the one one you use to kill Jack looks so impressive. And that fucking circular saw kind of looks wimpy in your hands, you know? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have the same girth, for sure. But in terms of uh, mobility... It seems to be like when you're using the chainsaw in the boss fight with with Jack, it's it seems to have its own ebb and flow. You have to fucking move with it. You got to charge it at specific times. Like it's very committal on what kind of swings you're doing. Mm. This it's a lot quicker. Mm. It's a lot quicker to swing. It's a lot quicker to bring back. Um, it, it does some stuff. It's pretty neat. It's weird because in our brains, we want a chainsaw. Like, we, we want the full-on, you know, revving dick of chain sticking out for you to just stab things, right? 
But in terms of practicality, right. this would work better. Like this would possibly be more useful as an actual weapon. So it's just weird. It's a weird case of like you wanting one thing and then this is actually more practical. So you're like, okay, fine. <laughs> just so dismissive. I don't use it that much. In fact, the better weapon is like way later in um, one of the extra modes. So whenever we talk about the extra modes, uh, the fucking crowbars or whatever there's there's a crowbar that's blue and red and that thing's fucking amazing in terms of like extra weapons you just start popping fuckers as you're running by them anyway but we'll get into that when we start talking about the uh extra bonus content and whatnot but i think we've covered all the weapons in resident evil 7 unless i'm not mistaken no that's uh that's about it buddy hmm um i think overall this has been a good show (laughs) however we are constantly discussing better games with better guns. Seven wasn't known for its weapons. Seven was known for its story. Well, but but that's and the thing, though. I feel like what we did today, we didn't really talk about, oh, man, this weapon was OP for this reason or whatnot. We talked about the... It's pretty balanced. Yeah, but we talked about the the design of them and how they actually tried to fit them within the narrative a lot better than just, hey, the guns were found here. Here they are. You know what I mean? Like, they, yeah. they're, they're a little bit more yeah, to the yeah, setting. Yeah. Do you have a favorite gun? That's a very good question. I was looking at this the whole time. Uh, I want to say the regular G17 handgun, because the the handguns are great in this game. They really do great job staggering with um, the molded in general. The thing is, is that it's fucking dog shit against the fucking small ones. The small ones are so fucking annoying, you have to use a shotgun. Like, <laughs> there's really no other alternative because they move so fucking fast. So you have to use the sh- the shotgun unless you're Mia, in which case it's like you have to try and get it to fucking go over those little fuckers' heads so that they can explode. Otherwise, you die in one hit. Have fun playing Mia Madhouse. Um, but yeah, I'm probably going to have to give it to the G17. How about you? I really want to say the Albert. I really do. Like in a vanilla run, it's going to be the M21 shotgun, the double Mm -hmm. barrel. But in every, after that, I just always have the Albert. I, 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 but what drives me up the fucking wall is that it only holds three rounds. Yeah. I remember it It only fucking holds three rounds and it pisses me the fuck off. It's very interesting that that gun, like it's pretty much an insta wing gun and it's really neato and all that. It just doesn't have the same, I don't know, cathartic expression that the elephant killer has. The hand cannon just has a lot more uh, oomph. That And I get it. The magic yeah. pixie smoke that comes off when you fire the Albert is supposed to be really, you know, interesting. But I don't know. I didn't find it as good. And in fact, using the enhanced handgun ammo always felt like there was more of an impact anyway. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And true. really, that handgun is all you fucking need. I mean, besides, again, for the aforementioned quick ones with the shotgun, the fucking handgun with its enhanced ammo can take down most bosses. So I really didn't find myself straying too far. But then again, I am a weird asshole who loves using the first starter gun. Um, I'm not going to lie to you, though. When I did Madhouse for Resident Evil 7, I did use every gun. I used every single one of these fucking guns. I didn't go, oh, yeah, man, I beat it one gun only on the hardest mode. Nah. You have to make the most out of everything. I just found that the G17 was my go-to, and I, I did enjoy it quite a bit. All right. I used every gun as well, but that was just me being me. 
Yeah, it's um, kind of funny. Um, it's I, we don't do recents on this show, but I'm playing a game called Dying Light, and uh, oh, you're playing the new one. Dying no, I'm Light playing too? the first one because all the DLCs fucking like really cheap, so I got it all at the same time. Um, but I was playing it, and it's like there was an event that gave you inf- that gave you infinite ammo and let you do moon jumps and all sorts of cheating crap, and I was just like, wow, that's really interesting. And I found that there are games where you want to do a challenging playthrough and there are games where you just want to run through, you know what I mean? And just have fun. And I think Resident Evil is a great franchise that lets you do both. You know what I mean? You can have that challenge run whenever you want, or you could just go fucking balls to the wall with the Albert 01 or the PRL or nine or whatever the fuck from RE4. It just gives you a lot of options. And that's something Resi does really well. Well, Resi does Resi always opens up. And I think that's one of the best things about, all the runs people can make. Uh, just the other day, I watched uh, somebody do a Resi 3, no damage, no saves, kill Nemesis every time Jesus run. Christ. But, the, but that's a that's a very, like, skillful, like, run. Like, the thing is, when I say runs, there could be kind of runs where it's like, this time, I'm only going to use handguns. This time, I'm going to focus on shotguns. This time, I will only heal with double heals. Like, you can just set these limitations on yourself, and it kind of creates a whole new experience. Uh, I do agree. That's that's one of the best things about Resi with the runs. I, I as you <laughs> know, so, with Code I'm Veronica. So Resi with the runs. That That's a different kind of challenge stream. <laughs> you gotta have a lot of Taco like, Bell for that. All right, I picked um, up the the suit armor. I picked up the helmet key. Now I just gotta. Oh, oh God. Okay, be right back. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's why you play on the Vita or the Switch. Uh, anyway, uh, so I I personally really like. For example, I've talked about it ad nauseum, but Code Veronica with a knife only mm, run mm. or or something to that effect. I don't um, think you can do that with the last fight, though. Can you? You can't knife run Alexia. <laughs> she's flying how the fuck am i supposed to <laughs> <laughs> well you're supposed to shoot her with the linear oh is my launcher. linear launcher a knife game. now because because i don't know no, these linear things no, is not i don't a knife. know these things it fires knives in code though. veronica i don't know knives. these things obviously on what a knife can or can't do so who knows <laughs> clearly. clearly um but uh Anyway, either uh, way, if you'd like to chat with us and maybe correct us on some of the things uh, we've been talking about of these guns or let us know which guns were your favorite in Resident Evil 7, you can hit us up on our Twitter. That is Eagle and Wolf Pod uh, at, <laughs> at Twitter. I was going to say at Fan Freaks, but no, it is uh, Eagle and Wolf Pod over on Twitter. Be sure to let us know. Give us a quick follow and tell us what you think about your favorite guns. Um... I guess we'll shout out everyone that we shout out on Fan Freaks. Bam! Did it. Record time. Speed run. Damn. Uh, where can we... Uh, you can find me at Adrian Dooliness on Twitter. Where we can find oh, you? Oh, you can find me at Bone King TV over on Twitter and Twitch. Or you can find me down in the bayou. I'm gonna get myself some barbecued alligators.